Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is all about animals. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features some curious ducklings, a wise turtle, and an important lesson. So without further ado, here is our story, All Creatures Great and Small. Mr. and Mrs. Duck had five ducklings, whose names were Egbert, Eglantine, Sheldon, Shelley, and Mayfly. They had wanted to give each of their little ones an egg-related name as soon as they had hatched, but by the time they had gotten to Mayfly, they had run out of egg-related names, and so they named her after a little Mayfly that had happened to flip by their nest that morning. Egbert, Eglantine, Sheldon, Shelley, and Mayfly were good little ducklings who loved to follow their mother and father as they paddled about the small pond on the edge of the meadow. They'd swim in a single line behind their father, and their mother would swim behind them. It was a lovely time. The little ducklings would search the water around them for little bugs to eat or small green floating patches of algae to snack on. They were still too young to do the trick their parents did, which was to dunk their heads underwater and then float upside down as they searched for food below. All day long, the little ducklings' quacks and squeaks could be heard as they splashed about the pond. They got to know all the local residents of the pond, including Mr. Pike, the largest fish in the pond, Ms. Heron, who loved to stand in the water on her tall legs as she looked down her long, sharp beak to find tiny fish in the shallows, and Mr. Turtle, who loved to sit in the sunshine on a fallen log each afternoon. As they were swimming past the log one day, a thought occurred to Mayfly as she and her siblings all waved a wing and said hello to the old turtle. She paddled over to him. Can I ask you a question, Mr. Turtle? Of course, replied Mr. Turtle. What are you doing, Mayfly? Her mother said, swimming over. We're on our way to the other side of the pond. I have a question for Mr. Turtle, Mayfly replied. Her mother shook her head. Let's not bother Mr. Turtle right now. He's resting in the sun. Mr. Turtle gave them a smile. It's no bother, Mrs. Duck. I'm happy to answer young Mayfly's question. He turned back to Mayfly. So, what is your question, my dear? Well, she said, I was wondering why you sit on this log every afternoon in the sunshine. Ah, he said, that is a very good question. You see, you and I, Mayfly, are a little different from one another. You get your warmth from inside of you, and so even on chilly mornings, your body stays the same temperature. But turtles and other creatures like me are a bit different. You see, we don't get warmth from inside of us. We get warmth from the things around us. So if the water I'm swimming in is cold, my body will be about the same temperature. So to warm myself up, I climb up on this log every afternoon while the sun is bright and soak up the warmth. It really is a lovely feeling. Hold on, said Egbert as he and the other ducklings paddled over. Is that why you don't have feathers like us? Mr. Turtle gave a chuckle. No, that's not really the reason why. You see, birds like you have feathers, but reptiles like me do not. We have scales. Reptiles? said Eglantine. What are reptiles? 
Reptiles are animals that have four legs, get their warmth from things outside of their body, hatch from eggs, and have scales on their bodies. Where are your scales? Sheldon asked, moving in for a closer look. Mr. Turtle extended one of his legs. They're all over my body. See those little bumps everywhere? Those are scales, Shelly said. I just thought you had really bumpy skin. What do scales do? Mayfly asked. They protect me by being a hard outer shell all over my body, so I don't get scratched or hurt easily. They also soak up warmth from things like the sun to warm me up. Egbert looked to their dad, who had swum up behind them. Daddy, can I get scales? Their dad gave a laugh. I'm afraid not, buddy. Birds can't grow scales, only feathers. Is that what makes us birds? Mayfly asked their mom. Did we have feathers? There are lots of things that make us birds, their mom replied. That we have feathers is one, but there's also the fact that birds have beaks. We have light, hollow bones that help us to fly, and we hatch from eggs. Shelley frowned. But Mr. Turtle said he hatched from an egg, too. Yes, said Mr. Turtle. But I don't have feathers, or a beak, or hollow bones to help me fly. So I am not a bird. I am a reptile. Are there other kinds of reptiles? asked Eglantine. Just like there are other kinds of birds? Mr. Turtle nodded. There are lots of kinds of reptiles. Snakes, lizards, crocodiles, and other such creatures are also reptiles. Wow, said Sheldon. So there are birds and reptiles. But wait, what about fish like Mr. Pike? Are they reptiles? They have scales too. They do have scales, said Mr. Turtle. And most fish also hatch from eggs and get their warmth from the water around them. But do you know of any fish that has four legs? The little ducklings thought about it a moment and then shook their heads. That is because there aren't any. Fish might have scales and hatch from eggs and get their warmth from other things, but they don't have legs, and so they are not reptiles. They are fish. Okay, said Mayfly. So there are reptiles and birds and fish. What about creatures that have fur instead of feathers or scales? What are they? Good question, Mayfly, said their mom. You mean a creature like Ms. Mouse, who lives over by the big willow tree, right? Yeah, said Mayfly. She doesn't seem like a bird or a reptile or a fish. That's because she is a mammal, said Mr. Turtle. What's a mammal? asked Shelley. A mammal is a creature that, like you, gets its warmth from inside its body. But unlike you, it has fur instead of feathers, doesn't usually hatch from inside an egg, but is instead born and when it is young, drinks milk from its mother. Egbert held up a wing. So would a fox be a mammal? Yup, said their dad, and so are beavers, deer, skunks, and rabbits. A croaking sound came from the other side of the pond. Wait, cried Sheldon. What about Mr. Frog? Is he a reptile like you, Mr. Turtle? But Mr. Turtle shook his head. Actually, he is not. Well, he's not a bird, said Sheldon. He doesn't have a single feather. And he doesn't have fur, said Mayfly. So he can't be a mammal, and he has four legs, so he can't be a fish. Good work, my little friends, said Mr. Turtle. You're catching on very quickly. Mr. Frog and others like him are a different kind of animal yet again. They are what are called amphibians. 
Amphiba what? said Shelly. Amphibians, repeated Mr. Turtle. They are creatures who start out life living in the water and have gills like fish. But as they grow older, they move out of the water onto the land and can breathe the air like you and me. Whoa, cried Egbert. That's amazing. It is, said their dad. Mr. Frog was born as what's called a tadpole, a very tiny little creature with no legs and a big round head and tail. But eventually, he grew legs, grew out of his tail, and crawled out of the water to hop about on the land. But you won't see him go too far from the water, said Mr. Turtle. Frogs and other amphibians like salamanders, toads, and newts need to stay near water. Okay, so let's see, said Mayfly. We have birds, reptiles, fish, amphibians, and mammals. And all five of those types of animals have one thing in common, said Mr. Turtle. Do you know what it is? The little ducks all shook their heads. They all have what's called a vertebrae. What's a vertebrae? Shelley asked. A vertebrae is your spine. It's the series of bones that run down the middle of your back. Egbert tried to reach behind to his spine using his wing. You mean this thing back here? Yup, said Mr. Turtle. Birds, reptiles, fish, amphibians, and mammals all have spines, which makes them what are called vertebrates. Are there animals that don't have verto whatever you call it? Eglantine asked. Indeed, there are thousands of types of creatures who don't have a vertebrae. There's one right now, he said, nodding to a dragonfly that was flitting by a nearby cattail. So bugs and insects like dragonflies don't have a spine? Sheldon said. That's right, said Mr. Turtle. Bugs and insects, spiders and worms, clams and crabs, none of them have spines like you and me. But they are still living creatures, just like us. So that means, said Mayfly, that even though we are all different, we're also the same, too. Exactly, said Mr. Turtle with a wide smile. We are all living creatures on this earth. Whether we are big or little, have fur, feathers, or scales, or have a spine or no spine at all. And while we may be very different from one another, we all have that one very important thing in common. Thank you for the lovely lesson, said the duckling's mother. We will leave you now to enjoy the warmth of the sunshine and your afternoon nap. The ducklings all called a thank you and a goodbye to their friend as they paddled off between their parents to the other side of the pond. However, they now saw their watery home with different eyes and excitedly pointed out the different types of animals they saw all around them as they swam along. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, All Creatures Great and Small. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Mayfly and the other ducklings were curious to learn all about the different kinds of animals in the world. What are some of your favorite animals? What animals would you like to learn more about? Feel free to draw a picture of an animal you like or want to learn more about, and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond.